I, I, I knew some things and I don't know how I found out. But I went to his house about midnight. Uh, you can read all this. Mm -hmm. I went to his house about midnight. I just talked to my Frank. My name's Sam Soda. You know, I'm an investigator. Maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't. No, I haven't. I said, well, you got a few minutes. No, it's midnight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's got a few minutes, and they really need to talk to you. And that was my gift. I could make people talk. Mm -hmm. And so he invited me in and went and sat and talked and talked and talked. And it finally got to the point where I said, you know, Dave, you're around these young boys all the time. You know, I see you. You live alone. You ever have any of the boys come up here? And that started the ball. And yeah, and they come up there and blah, blah. And uh, he touches them and they touch him and everything. And I said, well, you know, you shouldn't do that. That's wrong. So now it's 2 o'clock in the morning. You got it 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, Frank, listen. You know, if, if you've got some time, I'd like you to come to the office where we can video this so I can get a record of it. Yeah, I, I can do that. So I drove him to my office and set up a video camera and had a videotape of him telling all about molesting paper boys. I had called a couple of news conferences and people knew if I called it, there was going to be shit. <coughs> I called a news conference. Guess who I didn't invite? The register. The register. <laughs> and the other thing, I called the the uh, the news conference for five o'clock, which would make it too late for the six o'clock news for all the stations, except for one. There was one station I called and we had a meeting about 3.30. So the next morning, or the, the day after, shit, the newspaper, they called me everything but a human being. They accused me of this, they accused me of that. They said I lied to him. They said I forced my way in. They did that, they did that but they really fucked themselves. You know why? Remember I said I'm not stupid? Right. From the time I knocked on that man's door, through the video, to the time I dropped him off, there was somebody with me. Sure. Mm -hmm. And that somebody, God bless her, was named Mary Bach. She was with TV8 News. Really? She was with me all the time. Now we didn't video anything or do anything. I gave I gave them copies of right. the, the video that we did. Uh, but uh, I gave everybody copies at the news conference. Remember, Channel Eight had it first. But Mary Bach was with me, and they come out on on TV Eight and said this is all bullshit. Mary Bach, you know, mm -hmm. she's she was well known, well liked, well respected. So it was all shit. 
but the register didn't print anything about it. You know? So Secor worked for the register at that time, right? He was one of the guys who dropped the papers off. And we found an article from 1974 where his older brother was arrested um, for a similar type deal. Yeah. I knew nothing about yeah, that. Yeah, there was a James Sikora that was living living with Frank Sikora in 1974. And uh, Frank was working for the Des Moines Register. He would have all these little newsboys over. And his older brother got arrested for um, the same thing in 1974. And so it goes with our theory of at least from 1974 up until you broke this story with Frank Sikora, the register has all these individuals working in there yeah. that are uh, known pedophiles yeah. or involved in pedophilia. Another thing was I, uh, I, I had to be very careful. Uh, I was always in my talks and whenever I spoke, publicly, and I did quite a bit of that. They had a program called Time Capsule. And if TV8 wants to look in their files, they did an hour on me, whole hour was Time Capsule. And I, I, I'll go back. I had to be very careful and always acknowledge how good the police department is. Mm -hmm because they resented me. When I first started giving talks, I gave two or three talks, and the next thing I know, I get a call from Polk County Attorney. They want to see me. And I go in and I see the guy. His name was Ron Wheeler. Oh, I remember that name. He was well known. He was a good, good assistant guy. Anyway, we sat and we talked, and he says, you got pictures of uh, that you're showing, you know, that's pornography. I says, that's right, Mr. Weaver, I do. And he says, you know, really, that's against the law. I said, I understand. I said, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to shock the public. I never sugarcoated it. You, you talk about embarrassing. I gave a talk at Christ the King Church. Mm -hmm. Guess who was sitting in the front row? Ooh. My mother and father. So all this shit wasn't right. easy. But anyway, Ron Wheeler, uh, he says, you know, he says, I should tell you to stop. But I was with the attorney's office in Los Angeles. And remember what I said? The coast knew about all this shit. Mm -hmm. It's common out there. Yeah. So he, he knew. So he gave me his blessing. Wow. Yeah. But so the cops, he the, re, the reason he called me, he got a complaint from the police department. <laughs> so did... Do you know any of the other characters besides Sikora? Like, um, there was a Wilbur Millhouse that was, I think he was arrested for um, 
child abuse in 84? Yeah, it was, um, I, I believe, the first time that Wilbur Milhouse was arrested was actually in the 70s. It was, I believe, 1977 or 75, I want to say. And then, like, he had worked for the register before that. He got arrested uh, for sexual abuse of a child in 1975, but then the register rehired him, like, in 1977 until he was arrested for the same thing years later. That, 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 that doesn't shock me a bit. If, you, if you'd have known a register back then, and they probably still are today, I don't know. But the, the, they were just complicit in all this shit. Mm -hmm. They could have changed something. They could have done something. I don't know what. That's not right. my job. Yeah. You know, I solved other problems. Right. If they'd hired me and paid me enough, I'd have figured it out. But other than that, right. you know. But Christ, as big as they were, and like I said, it, it was a daily thing where the paper boys went to the corner right. at zero dark 30 in the morning. So you'd never heard the name uh, Wilbur Milhouse Never back heard then. that. Never heard that. I'm, I'm thinking the only one I knew was this Sakura. Sakura. And I got him good. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just wish I could have done more. I've yeah. got a lot of videos. Back then, we used VHS, you know. Yeah. Those folks. Those, those uh, tapes of uh, different talks I gave, like the one at City Hall and uh, I got a copy of Time Capsule. Well, it's really interesting of, that uh, your theory sort of matches our theory that... Yeah, that it was uh, somebody local attached to the Des Moines Register. That's exactly what we've been talking about just oh, yeah. over the past couple of days. Yeah. And you pretty much just confirmed all of yeah. it just now. Because, I mean, it was easy hunting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... So what's your theory? Do you have a theory yeah. about what happened? What do you think happened to Johnny Gosh? I'm curious, what, what, what do you think? Oh, you won't like what I think. Uh, I, <laughs> no, I, I, what I I'm think just interested. he was probably dead within the first hour or two. Yeah. Once, once his mother started talking, and it became big news, that's when he was dead. Because yeah. whoever had him, you know, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's not a, a pound of pot you flush down the toilet. Right. Exactly. You know, he's a little boy. Right. Not little, but you know. Mm -hmm. So he was dead. And now we find out, you know, our government was lax. The FBI was lax. Right. They, they, everybody just kind of brushed it off. Did you have any thoughts then if it was the same person, do you think, that was involved with the Eugene Martin case? You know, I was called on that too. And me and Martin's dad had trouble. Big trouble. Yeah. Because he always wanted to know what's going on. And an investigator don't talk about what's going on. 
when it's done, then here's the file. Right. Here, this is the end. Okay. I'm not going to, you know, piecemeal feed you shit that's going to change the next day or give you a maybe this, maybe that. And he hounded me and hounded me and hounded me. Now, there were, there were some discrepancies in the Martin case. He didn't fit uh, the makeup uh, of, what do they call them? were going for. Yeah, the chicken hawks. They wanted, you know, blue-eyed, blonde kids. Uh, and the Martin boys was totally different. I'm not saying something didn't happen to him, but I, I don't think it was the same people. Hmm. And God only knows how, how many how many people were abducted prior to Johnny Gosh that we don't even know about because it was never turned in, yeah, or it got right? brushed under the carpet, absolutely, or nobody worked on it, or and the Martin deal. Let me bring it home for you, you two. The Martin and Gosh deal is like the Molly Tibbetts deal and this young golfer that got killed. Mm -hmm. Yep. Shit almost back to back, you know. And that ain't supposed to happen in Iowa. Right. I'm sick over that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a former too. combat Marine. Right. I've seen a lot, you know. And, 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 I just can't get my head around this shit. What's become of this world? You know, I had a key fob. I used to ride a motorcycle all the time, me and my wife all over. And the key fob that I had for the bike, on one side it said, Jesus is coming. And you turn it over and it said, boy, is he pissed. Yeah. And you know, yep. when you look around sure the world. sure he is. <laughs> when you, yeah. But you're right. He you says, have two what horrific, the hell did you, you have, guys do? Mm -hmm. you have two horrific crimes that happen that parallel each other that happen so close together. Yeah. And here's another another shits and giggles. Martin. He was taken on uh, on Southwest 14th. Coast supporter in there someplace. Mm-hmm. I lived on the corner of Southwest 14th and Emma. This is Emma where I live. Right. This is East Emma. I lived on, and that's that's Southeast 14th. Right. I lived on Southwest 14th really? and Emma. Yeah. So. And he was abducted. Uh, I keep pointing. Sorry. But about six, eight blocks from where I live. Wow. I was on a motorcycle trip. And. Uh, my office ran me down and called me. Because they had some uh, eyewitnesses to that one. Yeah, as far as I know, like people were saying that they saw Eugene speaking to a to a man the morning before, uh, the morning that he was taken, um, a few hours before. And, I mean, there's some discrepancies as to what this guy looked like. There's some who say it looks like the sketch of the guy who allegedly took Johnny. Um, so the jury's kind of out on what the guy actually looked like, but yeah. That, that's amazing because, uh, as I recall, there was no sketch, sketch of 
the somebody who took Johnny. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I've gone over FBI notes. I've gone over notes. And it, it, there was a neighbor. There was a neighbor. Johnny had left the corner. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it started to rout. And I forget how many blocks away he was from the pickup point. And uh, a neighbor seen him. A neighbor happened to be up. And uh, then a few blocks down. Was the guy Johnny that you talked to in uh, federal prison, that Benassi guy? I can't remember. You want me to go back? <laughs> yeah, I had to make out I was a lawyer. If they'd have oh, caught really? me, it'd been my ass. <laughs> I was scared to death. I don't know if you've ever been in a federal prison. But no. No. It's a scary place. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, and this guy had, had written letters to, to Noreen and John and uh, had this information about this. And, and, and of course, Noreen wanted to follow up on everything. Well, they couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And that's why they came to me, and that's why I did it. But most of them, you know, I wasn't like the police department. There was just me. And uh, I had my office staff. But, uh, these leads, I had to follow up on. I had a guy come from, I forget where he was, somewhere in California. And uh, he was a big chicken hawk hunter. He was supposedly a, a guy who ran these people down and got them. Chicken hawk, that's what they call the guys who, whether they spot them or they get them or what, okay. I don't know. That's a chicken hawk. Okay. But everybody has their, their, their thing. A lot of people say they were associated with motorcycle gangs. because motorcycles are all over the country. But there's other places in this country, just like Des Moines, Iowa, where kids are missing, mm -hmm. you know, scared. Stolen children are reported daily. I mean, Part of our theory was that you have all these uh, paper boys here in Des Moines. They're basically uh, the circulation managers and the people with the register. They know exactly where these boys are going to be every Sunday morning at 5.30. And so we think it's maybe more local and more obvious than people thought back at the time. Yeah, like a lot of people, there's always been theories of like these nationwide pedophile rings that re reach to the White House and things like that. But we were always thinking that, well, if you look at it logically... Um, somebody had to know where Johnny would be standing at a certain time on a Sunday morning, and who better to know that than somebody who worked at the register and could find out what his route was, um, and just some somebody who who was connected in that way. Well, that's a good theory, but I'm going to shoot it off the table. Yeah. They weren't after Johnny. Okay. You assume they were after Johnny, like it was a hit put out by a mafia boss or, or something. Mm -hmm. They weren't after Johnny. 
They were after somebody. So you think it was just not? It wasn't targeted. It was just a crime of opportunity. Yeah. 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 I, I, that, that, it was. Okay. It was. And most of these are just that. Yeah. You know, they've captured. They've they've imprisoned some of these guys who've talked. Mm-hmm. And they tell you how they do this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they, uh, they they scope these areas out, and watch them, and, you know. Now, the register, you know, they, the, you're, you're right. They, the, the, the chicken hawk, or who's ever watching, knows that Johnny or Frankie Jr. or whoever mm-hmm. is going to get his papers about a certain time. He's going to start on his route about a certain time. He's going to go down this street about a certain time. He's going to take a left and go down this street at a certain time. Because the route was the route was the route. Mm-hmm. You followed the route. So anywhere along there, you know, they could get him. Right. Mm-hmm. But it. Do, do, do not believe, don't get tied up, and I'm certainly not defending them. Do, do not believe that the register is the only one that's complicit in this because there's other companies, there's there's other things. This friend of mine in, in, uh, in Minneapolis that worked for the PD, God help me, I can't remember his name now, Okay. But, you know, he told me of all the going going ons up there and the abductions they've had. Mm-hmm. And nobody heard about it. Nobody heard about them. I can't, I can't right. make you understand. They didn't, until Noreen Gosh, nobody heard about these things. Because you didn't have the internet, you didn't have... There was no social media, you just, yeah, radio yeah. It was all just report on a local basis. It was yeah. your newspaper. The newspaper was the big thing. Some of it didn't even get on television. No. So I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I've helped you or hurt you or what. But I told you what I know. No, okay. it's very interesting. I think you've been extremely helpful. Yeah. yeah th- this, we've been tossing around theories for the past couple of days about how the register was complicit and was probably somebody who worked there or was connected somehow and you you basically just confirmed all of that for us so and and they can't say they didn't know because it's public record yeah i spoke publicly at a city council meeting it was in the newspaper the next day Mm -hmm. it was all over the television and everybody knew. The register had to know. Mm-hmm. Had to know. But you're at, you're absolutely right. That was the perfect breeding ground for that kind of thing to occur. Oh, yeah. Because for a pedophile, what a perfect job. Circulation manager for a newspaper. Yeah. You have all these boys that are just at your beck and call. And I remember when I was younger, it was prestigious to be a newsboy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, if you had that position, you were looked up to. They were in high demand competed to get those positions. I had twin boys and then one younger. 
And when the Martin kid was abducted, I think Jim and Joe were seven or eight, the twins. And they went to Wright Elementary. You know where that is? No. Oh, that's a few blocks from where Martin was abducted. Okay. It was down the street from where we lived. And knew, knowing what I knew, you know, I just, it was hard to let him go to school. It was real hard. And I had a younger one too. And my kids didn't look like me. They were all blonde and blue eyed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one day, um, I can't remember whether it was Jim or Joe, but a stranger was by the school. And they come home and told me about it. And he knew their names and everything. He wanted them to come over, he wanted to talk to them or something. And the kids were smart enough to run. They ran all the way home, because we only lived like two blocks, three blocks from school. And I'm not making this up. No. No. I believe it. Yeah. You know, that's why we used to warn people, do not put your child's name on them. Mm-hmm. On their packs. They, yeah. They didn't all carry packs back then. Yeah. I remember growing up, that's what I was always told too. Don't have your name displayed on your clothes or anything like yeah. that. So. I'll tell you the thing that really burned my ass, aside from a flame about this high. These talks I get. I'd always have a Q&A. And people would ask questions. And I would always get basically the same questions. And I had trouble. I had to put my temper in check a lot of times. But I remember this nice young mother, young lady. They lived in the country. And she uh, got up and she, she says, my daughter, we live uh, so-and-so, and she's got to ride a school bus every day. And she walks out there down our lane, and the lane is about 200 yards. And uh, what can I do? How would you answer her? What did you tell her? I don't know. I know what I wanted to tell her, but I did. I cleaned it up a lot. I says, are you really concerned? Really, really? Yeah, I am. Of course I am. I said, well, you know, I believe you. So what you ought to start doing is walking down the lane with her. That would take care of it. I had another filthy answer I wanted to give her. Yeah. But people would ask questions like that. Right. How do I protect my child against this? How do I do this? I, well, there's some simple, you can't do everything. Yeah. But the there's some. Parent. You can you can go with them though. There's some yeah. simple things you can. Do. Yeah. But I, I I don't know. That was the sad thing about the Gosh case was that it seemed like John Gosh went on quite a few of the routes with Johnny, but you know you can't blame him because his route was just right by their house. Yeah. It was just right there. And nothing's going to happen there. 
That, that was a nice neighborhood. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's gorgeous now. I mean, I, mean, I was yeah. there yesterday, and it was like... It, it was Richie neighborhoods. I don't know if Noreen still lives there. And it was a, you know, it would have been a little out of the way for someone to just come off there, stay and go back there. It wasn't just... You had a few turns to get back in there. You wouldn't suspect anything. That's the last place mm -hmm. you would have thought that would have occurred in this right. area. It wasn't like this street. This street is bad. It's funny you guys should show up because earlier I was sitting on the front porch. I do, don't do much of anything anymore because I can't. So I'm sitting there. My neighbor, my little daughter over here. Now they got two of them, but Lily is. She's probably eight, nine. You know, as cute as bug and rug. And the school bus drops her off on the corner. She walks home. And, uh, I got to thinking, Jesus Christ, why don't her mother go down here and meet the school bus? Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. people still don't know all these years later, and people still don't get it. It's not going to happen to them. Yeah, yeah, that's the mentality. It's not going to happen to them. That's the thing with that Iowa State story that is so tough to wrap your head around. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I wish I knew of somebody I can send you to, but all of us are old or dead. Or, no, it, your information is invaluable. Yeah. Your information is invaluable because... I wish I knew where Mary Bach was. It may not be mm. somebody on the inside with the Des Moines Register, but one of the theories is, all right, they had the perfect breeding grounds for this, and they had a lot of people that they knew or should have known were bad actors that they continued to employ and allow to have access to these boys. Mm -hmm. I don't recall if they fired Sakura. Frank Sakura. Well, he went to prison for 10 years, so I so, think. So, yeah. I think he. I can't remember something about that. Yeah. You remember Judge Lavarado, right? Oh, yeah, sure. He's the one that sentenced him. That case. Uh, I knew the judge quite well. Another nice Italian. So I'm yeah. sure that he made sure that Mr. Sakura didn't uh, didn't go back to his job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if I was if I was Noreen, it's not going to bring Johnny back. Right. But I'd have sued the hell out of the register. I would have. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. They didn't do the yeah the right things to protect the kids. Right. Yeah. Not just Johnny. Any of all of them, and right. not only to not protect them, but to keep employing people who were doing this yeah. like kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so not only not protecting them, but actually making it more dangerous for them. And there was a, a this gentleman this Wilbur Millhouse so you're aware this guy was a really really bad actor mm -hmm. he was a really really bad pedophile and uh, he was he told another paper boy at the time and the other paper boy's mom that nothing would have happened to Johnny if he would have just kept his mouth shut see there's so many tales right and, and that's where I had to come in and you know, sift the bullshit from the reality. Right. That I 
I can tell you story after story after story after story after story. Right. And, you know, which tree do you climb? You know. So, and I think yeah, that's what this know. this paper boy and his mom. Yeah. They. They never report this to the. Well, they reported. They, they the reported it once, but then they were just told that okay, we're handling it, and then I guess after that point, it's like, all right, well, we gave our tip. I guess there's nothing more we yeah. can do. Yeah. Um, but like, it, it just sort of. It fits so well that for any of these guys to just make a statement like nothing would have happened to Johnny if he just kept his mouth shut, that sort of implies that there was stuff going on at the register and maybe maybe somebody tried to make an advance on Johnny before and maybe was, um, he told on somebody and maybe they just wanted to, I don't know. These, just These guys have to feel they're important. They, you know, so they come up with stories that kind of puts True. a spotlight on them, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm a hero, you know, and all this True. bullshit. But, but I, I, I don't know. But it is. It, it seems like it's too much of a coincidence that there are all these pretty serious pedophiles uh, working the same routes that Johnny and some of these other boys were sure. working on. And that there's zero connection between the two. Um, if you had a way of rounding up all the paper boys from that era, of course they're all grown men now, and talk to them, they could probably all tell you a story of, of, of an experience. Mm -hmm. They didn't get abducted, but of somebody approaching them mm -hmm. or something. Crime of opportunity. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. You can't. You can't figure these people out. Right. It's like figuring out this, I can't remember her name, the young golfer. You know, the son of a bitch that killed her. You know, I, if, if they'll let me, I'll just go put a fucking bullet in his head. Yeah. Because he don't deserve to breathe air. I'm right. sorry. That's just how I feel. Yeah. And, and you know, you know he, he had a record. Mm-hmm about beating his girlfriend, for God's sake. Yeah. And nobody does anything. And of course, now that he's killed somebody, now we'll do something. Right. That's, that is true, though. I mean, amazing. there have been, I've talked to a lot of guys that um, delivered the register back in that time, and they all have tales about being approached or... Sure. Mm -hmm. I bet you. It was, it was a different time. Different time. Yeah. And 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 you tell you you would tell people this shit. They didn't believe you. It was the longest time before the police department came around. You know, I yeah. went. I went. Um, like I said, I usually covered my ass pretty good. I went to the federal. Uh, what do they call it? The prosecutor's federal, though. But anyway, but I took Mayor Cavero with me for a sit-down meeting, and we go sit in a meeting, and we're sitting in front of the desk, but there's a guy sitting on the couch who ain't saying nothing. And we're about a half hour into the meeting, and I talked about the bookstores having child pornography. 
You can buy it. I went in and bought it, and I showed him. I went in and bought it. Here's where I bought it. And uh, the mayor spoke up and asked him, you know, about doing things and this and that. And then the guy who wasn't saying anything spoke up and basically he said, he didn't use these words, but he said, mind your own business. You know, outsiders, outsiders just muddy the water. Mm-hmm. Like I was some idiot. Well, I went and bought the shit, there it is. Because the bookstores, you, you could buy child pornography. Wow. And it was illegal as hell. So you sort of had more experience or knew about what was going on in, in the broader scope of America because you had been, had served sort of across the country and... Well, I knew if I had contacts. Right. People would tell me, like, like my friend, uh, Lauren Zimmerman. I remember his name. Up at Minneapolis? No, no. He was, uh, he and I were... I was also a recruiter in Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, okay. Uh, before I was an investigator. Ah. But Lauren, when he got off recruiting duty, he went undercover for Des Moines PD. And uh, he was very good at it. He was very good. It was so good that the neighbors were bringing food and putting them on the back porch for his wife because they thought she was married to such a bum because he was all scuzzy and shit. <laughs> but anyway, Lauren ended up in L.A. and he was the one that was with the PD there I was telling you about. And he told me of things, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember his name up north. I knew about that. What was the lady's name you talked about? Mary Bach? Mary Bach. Who was that again? Mary Bach was a reporter for Channel 8. She had short red hair, thin. So she was with you when you went and talked to that support guy? Right by my side. Okay. Huh. So when they tried to say shit, you know. Mm-hmm. You had a witness Mary to... Bach was there. I mean, uh, yeah, the only person I could add that well, better has been that, the mayor. Surprised that Sikora just opened up to you so easily. Well, that's why I got paid so much money. Mm-hmm. Not for that. And that's... I was... I was very good at what I did. And I was recovering stolen trucks, embezzlers, blah, 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 blah. And Ruan, I didn't work for them, but they had a a, uh, a psychiatrist in um, in uh, Ames, named John Hall, and he would do uh, I don't know their their division managers. They would sit with him every couple of years and go over and he'd get in their head and all this other shit, you know. And uh, Ron asked me if I'd mind talking to him because I was, I did what I did. 
I went and talked to him. Yeah. Hmm. Blew his mind, but I talked to him. Huh. I had a lie detector. I went and got certified for lie detection. Really? Mm -hmm. And he told me in front of Ron, he says, you do not need it. You just, you just don't need it. Is your mannerisms and the way you do things, people are going to talk to you. Bigger shit, I quit using the lie detector. Really? And, uh, so you did the, did you do the lie detector on Sakura then? No. 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 Didn't need to. Because there have been some reports that indicated that you uh, did a lie detector to rule out that he was involved with Johnny Gosh. Not true. Not true. Not true at all. No. No. So your investigation of him didn't have anything to do with the gosh story whatsoever. It was this was just a local another local perv out there. I think when I was was doing something with gosh, I got information and some somehow the fair comes up. I don't I don't, I don't remember what. But uh, I don't know if he used to work at the fair. And somebody knew him. And a, but anyway, that's how I got to him. You know. And I was just, I figured, you know, I just wanted him out, out of circulation. I don't care whether he had anything to do with Gosh or not. He was doing other bad things. Right. Would have been nice if I'd have found out that out to give Noreen and John closure. Right. But that, that, I, I fear that will never happen. There, there's some, um, they, they talk about a lot of these, and I can't remember where I got the information now. But I always checked all my facts. You know, I made sure that it was straight up. But there was organizations that were providing these young males to wealthy individuals. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, wealthy individuals. Yeah. And they would even ship some overseas. They sell them. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was big business. It was big business. Yeah, I mean, even today, human trafficking is a billion-dollar business. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Just, I don't, I don't it was know. It was a hell of a lot easier to do back then than it is oh, now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was. It was. It's just hard to... It's, you know, I can sit and look back, and it's hard to understand why it was the way it was, but it was. Yeah. People just, they didn't grasp it, they didn't get it, they didn't want to get it. Those things don't happen. Those things don't happen to us. Those things don't happen here. It's just, I don't know. But the register, the only thing I can think of is, you know, back then, I can't speak to now, Back then, they they uh, they they stocked the pond, so to mm -hmm. speak. 
<laughs> they did. I mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, that's an awful thing to say. Yeah, it's true. But, but it's you know. And I, I, and I really, 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 I don't think they ever did anything. They ever made any changes. No, I don't think they did. No. Yeah. Just fortunately, the internet came along and yeah. they no longer have yeah. per se paper holes. Yeah. What 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 brought what what got you interested in this? What. What, what is, uh, well, Sarah can speak to how she got interested. Well, in I, I, um, I was born after Johnny was abducted. I was born in 1984, and surprisingly, I had never heard of him until a, a little less than two years ago. I uh, was on the internet, and somebody mentioned his name, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of interesting. Maybe I'll Google his name, see what comes up." and I swear, within two weeks, I went from having never heard of Johnny Gosh to knowing every piece of this timeline. It was, I, it was so unbelievable to me. And it just, not only that, but I mean, 12-year-old kid, the whole story just got to me and it broke my heart. And I was so upset. I was upset when I, when I learned about who Johnny was. So. Uh, it was... Uh, uh, the the the, uh, the internet is great, but you got to take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm sure you Googled me. Yes. And if you didn't, you ought to, because <laughs> I did, and I think it's kind of humorous. There's one thing from somebody about an investigator in Omaha that I met with, and this investigator. Uh, says that I told him something about being involved with God and everything, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I knew Noreen had contacted a guy. Yeah. There. And uh, when I wouldn't do anything anymore. And I'll tell you why I won't do Remind me to tell you why I won't do anything anymore. Sure. Um, well, when I read that, I just, first I was pissed off and mm -hmm. I just laughed. I never met a friggin' investigator from Omaha. Okay. Or yeah. be with one. Yeah. Why I quit, to, you know, I was licensed by the state. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is why I quit, Maureen. I don't know if you've kept up with it, but over the years, every year around the time Johnny was stolen, there's an anonymous letter or somebody finds something in a restroom on the right. on the interstate and all these things and it's always around that time mm -hmm. and it's been going on for a long time and it went on maybe two years and I just got suspicious and I thought it was all bullshit Mm -hmm. And it was. Yeah. And Noreen finally admitted it. And I told her, I said, you know, I can't be involved with this. I got a, I got a license to, to worry about. Mm -hmm. Plus, I'm liable. And anything she did, you know, would come back to me. Yeah. 
And if I said no more, and this was after uh, her and John had a lot of trouble. She even accused John once. Yeah, yeah, yeah I read about that. And then once again, I say, I can't say bad things because without her, people wouldn't have known. But she hurt some people. She did. John, yeah. did you, have you met John? No, we've talked to him, but we haven't met him. I've talked to him on the phone, never met him in person. A very pleasant guy, very nice guy. Yeah. Oh, very accommodating. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. And have you sat down with Noreen? No, she, we've tried and she chooses not to talk to us. So I don't, I don't think she Why? wants, I think, I don't, I just, I think she just doesn't, she doesn't want us to, tell any story that is different from what she believes basically thank you yeah <laughs> yep 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 yeah you know, when her book come out i had no idea any of this shit was happening i don't know how many phone calls i had i remember one came from my cousin hey have you read noreen's book she's got you in there and i said oh really what she got to say well she said you did this and you were involved with stealing johnny I said, no shit. He said, yeah. And I got off the phone and I said, I'm going to get a book and read that damn thing. And the more I thought about it, the more I said, why? Yeah, it's already out there. Why, 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 why read yeah, it? It's yeah. like you can't right. change it. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's a, right. Yeah. I know it's bullshit. I, uh, one of my famous sayings is, as long as I know the truth, I don't give a shit what you think. I really don't. It's words to live by. Yeah, yeah. I think we could all no, learn, I live you know. By it. Yeah. The sign on my everybody has their their name on their desk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to picture me as an executive buying a nice fancy. Yeah. But I it was. But my my plate didn't have my name. Okay. It had a saying, it said you can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you enjoy what you did? Very much so. How long did you end up uh, working in that field? About 12 years, maybe. I had a couple of heart attacks. That kind of work will do it to you. But I'll tell you how well I was known, or how well I was respected. I did work for corporations, and usually on the upper levels. And uh, one company was Diamond Vogel Paints. Yeah. Big, big paint company and Drew Vogel and Blair Vogel their brother but when I got when I said no mas no mas I notified Drew on Corporation and Larry Miller met me at Wakanda and bought me lunch it was a three hour lunch and he tried to convince me to stay and uh, in a way that made me feel good that I wasn't Right. And then I moved. I owned a farm. I didn't farm. But we moved the kids and everything. We moved down there. Who the hell's going to find me in Warmer, Iowa? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Phone rings one day. <laughs> this is before cell phones. Drew Vogel. Sam, we really need your help. Well, you know, Drew, 
I sent a letter out and I'm not doing it anymore. He said, I know, but we really need you. Uh, I can't. Just, I can't. And I didn't. This heart attack was bad, and I didn't want to wait. And uh, they wanted me to go to Davenport to one of their stores. They thought they knew somebody was stealing, but they couldn't find out who. They couldn't figure out who. And see, I could go sit, go in and sit, and interview everybody. And at the end of the interviews. Somebody would have confessed. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you uh, allowed us to speak with you because I think there is a lot of information that about you on the internet that will be cleared up by this by talking to us. I appreciate that, but but uh, Vogel. Mm-hmm. He says. Well, were you, were you, we're, we're having a, a manager's meeting of all the stores in Iowa and, and Colorado in Ames. Would you come and meet with the manager from that store? No, I'm not going to get involved. I'm just not going to do it. Because I knew if I did it, they'd suck me in, you mm-hmm. know. I wouldn't do it. And then he made me a deal I couldn't refuse. <laughs> he says, listen. I promise you, just come and meet with him for two hours and more if you want, and we'll pay you. And just joking, I said, how much are you going to pay me? He says, 5000 get you there? I said, yeah. They paid me $5,000 to go sit and talk to one of the managers. And I told him what to do. I got a letter <clears throat> in the house from Ruan Corporation that from Larry Miller, the president, that said what I did for them, how much money I've saved them. And also, they used me, I never knew this before, litigious strategy. Oh, really? Because when I got a big case that involved lawyers, they would send me to the law firm and I would tell, believe it or not, I would tell the lawyers how to proceed and what to do. Because these friggin' lawyers, they want to settle, they want to do this, they want to do that. And Ruan wanted blood, you know. Mm. And we put a lot of people in prison. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've had a hell of a life, and here I am. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I wish, I wish I could give you something really good on the register. No, I, I think what I, you've I don't given know. us I is, think it's, is very good. Yeah. Now, Mary Bach, she went to a, a station somewhere east. Oh, God. She became one of your people. Oh, she's one of us. So now. her brain is scrambled now. She, <laughs> she's probably not worth a damn. <laughs> she was so sweet. Oh, she, she was just adorable. She she was so nice and and... The big thing is, in my line of work, you had to have confidence in the people you were around. And I could always trust Mary, you know, mm-hmm. Mary. Until I told her go, she'd never say a word about anything. I married my secretary. Mm-hmm. Well, you did. Yeah. You still married? Yeah, that's a, that's a story. <laughs> How many years? We've been together 37 years. Wow. 
37 years. That's great. But we were divorced. Yeah, I wasn't screwing around. And she wasn't screwing around. I wasn't drinking gambling. She wasn't drinking gambling. We just kind of grew apart. Right. And so we separated. And she, she came to Des Moines because I got her job with the county sometime before. Uh -huh. Because I had contacts. I used to have more contacts down there. And she's still with the county. She works for the treasurer's office. So and I stayed down here on the farm. Well, we were divorced for five years. And then we got remarried. Really? Yeah. And she still works here in the county. Yeah. And our friends wonder, which of us is the dumbest? <laughs> no, she's, uh, she's been good for me. And she could tell you. Well, you might as well keep the one you got because yeah. they're all the same, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's I've what had my a, wife says about me. I've had a couple others. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. But it just all the names just. Well, we greatly appreciate you taking the time to. Um, yeah, absolutely. Let us pick your brain about it a little bit. This is this has been just invaluable. So really, really appreciate it. Yeah, there's a lot of your reporting out there yeah. that's just yeah. false about this. Yeah, it is just all bullshit. I'll just tell you, I can, you know, I could sift through it all. Right. And it becomes so believable. Absolutely. I mean, it's hard not to when you first start delving in. It's yeah. like the way it's presented and just kind of everyone accepts these wild theories as fact. And it's I mean, so easy to just demonize somebody. Yeah. Without knowing them. Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah. When it when it all ended, the police department was on my side. Mm -hmm. I managed to walk that tightrope. Mm -hmm. The county attorney's office never did anything. You know. You, I don't know if you know this or not. I told you I was interviewed by. I can't remember whether it was 2020. One of those national mm -hmm. programs. And then they didn't air it. Because they expected me to just badmouth the shit out of Noreen. I wasn't going to do that. Right. Can't. Yeah. Not, not can't. You can't blame her for oh. stuff that she her believes. Yeah, it's her son. She's yeah. Christ Almighty. And nobody would listen to her. Yeah. That's why she got set. Fez. Can't even talk. She got upset with that FBI agent. And I don't remember his name. But oh, she threw right. that cup of coffee at him. Yep. She was pissed. Oh, mm -hmm. man. So did you know any of those guys have registered besides Sakura? Or he's the only one you can think of off the yeah. top of your head? He's, he's the only son of a bitch that I know. Uh, I just, uh, I'm trying to, we're talking, and I'm trying to think of another stone, another stepping stone for you. But No, that's okay. You know, yeah. I just... Too much time has passed. That Sakura is still alive too, right? He is. Uh, he lives. He was younger than me. Yeah, he lives somewhere, not in Des Moines anymore, but some r really, really rural town that's pretty cut off from civilization. And I can't. Uh, somebody told me one time. I can't remember what it was, but um, yeah, he's lives a, a fairly reclusive life now. I think. Remember, I talk facts. I don't talk bullshit. Yeah. I don't need to be the center of attraction. When you were talking, and you, 
you said something about him living somewhere. Mm -hmm. It hit me. You ain't gonna like it because I can't remember names. Okay. There was a woman who called me from Texas. I think it was Texas. <laughs> Either Texas or Missouri. Mm -hmm. Oh. Her son had been abducted. Uh. Abducted. Mm -hmm. And he was a paper boy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It'd be interesting to go back in the news clips on through the archives and just see how many paper boys. Yeah. I wish I could remember it. And when she came to my office, when she uh, she drove up here, and uh, she had newspaper clippings, you know, of everything mm -hmm. that had happened when he was taken, and blah 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 blah. Wow. You know, there, there, there's another thing you should know if you don't. Eugene Martin. You know that was not that that was not an ideal family. You know, the mother and father were divorced, and they were in constant. I talked to both. fit the mold. I'm sorry. And, uh, right. When I think of this woman from, from, from uh, wherever. Yeah. And her boy being a paper boy. And the authorities there did the same thing. Nothing. Nothing. And the more you dig into it, the more you're going to going to find that out that during that, that era prior to the, the 90s mm -hmm. people were very complacent they just, they just they didn't want to buy into it yeah couldn't happen yeah you probably can't talk to anybody at the register can you well, we're going to try to talk to Frank Santiago. Um, I think at some point in the process, the Des Moines Register will have the opportunity to talk. Yeah. Be careful. I'm, I'm just going to warn you. Mm -hmm. Be careful of Frank Santiago. Mm -hmm. That's what we've been told. Yeah. Some, <laughs> somebody else. Somebody so. else mentioned that as well. So. Very. Very careful. Yeah. He said anything that you say to Frank Santiago goes straight to Maria. Yeah, we were told that. Probably. Yeah, we were told that he's a direct pipeline to Noreen, yeah. is the way it was described to us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anytime we had, there were, uh, she had little meetings, and I went to like two or three of them, I don't know. But he was always there. Okay. And I right. just, I said, this, this is bullshit, you know. I didn't want to be around him. Well, 
thanks for taking the time to meet with us. Yeah. That's okay. This has been. Yeah. Once you get back into that air conditioning. Yeah, I'll sit out here for a while. Yeah. But this has been just uh, thank you so much for meeting with us because this has been excellent and so helpful and really offered a perspective I don't think anybody's ever thought of. So, yeah. I do think your perspective is very, the, the whole sort of, the randomness of it. Yeah. Is, yeah, like. I think the sad thing that we don't want to realize is that people have these urges. Just like this guy up here at the Iowa State Golf Course, just like this Molly Tibbetts thing. There is a percentage of the population that have psychotic urges. Yeah. Yeah. And in yep. the past, you, you got to remember, I'm older than you guys, and I come from a different era. And you know, these school shootings, who would ever, ever suspect that? Ever, mm -hmm. ever, in my wildest, wildest dreams. Yeah. Or these other shootings. Mm-hmm. Just every, it seems like they're random, everywhere. Seem, random killing. Yeah, they just seem like they're getting to be every day at this point. People wonder why I carry a gun. Mm -hmm. That's why. Yep. And I carry it everywhere. I get it. I mean, it just because anything can happen, and my wife too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I absolutely. Get all I just, I just, we live in such a crazy, crazy world. You could, you could be doing something so innocent. Mm-hmm. Are you married? You got kids? Yep, I have two kids. You know, you could be doing something out with your kids, well, enjoying a day. Last mm -hmm. weekend, there was a, I live up in Ankeny, and three blocks south of me, a guy went and robbed the Hy-Vee uh, gas station. Yeah. And he took off to the south, and if he would have taken off to the north, he could have been in my front yard. Had a gun, cop shot him. In Ankeny? Yeah. Mm hmm Who ever heard of such a shit? As God is my witness, when I uh, I lived south of Kansas City in the early 70s, mm -hmm. and I can remember calling my dad and just talking. And I said, you know, it's just shocking to me. In the morning when I shave, I got the radio on in the bathroom, and I'm shaving. And you hear you know, all these shootings and stabbings and shit. This place is crazy. It's Kansas City. Mm -hmm. It's like Des Moines, Iowa now. Yeah. Yeah. We we didn't have that. Right. But here we are. So, here yeah. We are. Oh, curiosity, where's this one? <laughs> we were we took the motor home and went to uh, my mother in law lives in Arkansas. And uh, in her bucket list, she's in her eighties, she wanted to go to a place called Murfreesboro. Where you, you sift for diamonds. Okay. Yeah. Diamonds. yeah. Arkansas, the, the crater. Yeah. So yeah. I took her down there. Wanted to leave her, but damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but coming back, we were going through a little bullshit town. And they got antiques and all this shit. My wife was driving the motorhome, so she stopped. And I didn't want to go in, so she went in and she came out with that. And then you know what she said when we got home? You know, and they had this red one, and I should have got it. I should. Why didn't you get it? <laughs> you know. So did your mother-in-law find any diamonds down there? No. no. <laughs> but she had a great time. 
good. That's all it matters. She's, right. she's only four years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't be too rough on her. No. My, my wife, I'm 14 years older than my oh, wife. Oh, wow. Yeah, people say my people say I robbed a cradle, and I say, no, she robbed a grave. So you're, one of, you're one of those guys that outkicked their coverage. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you guys, I'm not going to get up because it's, okay. diff- it's difficult for me. Yeah, no problem. It was a pleasure. Okay. Yeah, it was great meeting you. Do can you, can uh, I shake your hand? Uh, yeah. yeah. If Thank you. If you want my phone number, I'll give it to you. Oh, oh absolutely. That would be great. Let me just. I don't know how I can help you. No, but, I mean, yeah, you've been so helpful already. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's been awesome. So let me just. Yeah, if this. we come across any information that we might want to maybe just run past you. I'll always tell you the truth. You may not like yeah. it, but that's what I'm going to tell you. And remember my warning to you. Santiago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I hope you uh, get into the register real good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. we will. Yes. So. We'll <sighs> All right. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Oh my God, that that made the whole trip out here worthwhile. She went back to the office, someone picked her up. Oh. Well, I thought that was just, I I think that's outstanding for Sam because I think it, it clears up a lot of misinformation. That's yeah, it never, case. I mean, it never occurred to me that if I ever got to talk to him that he'd essentially be clearing his name about everything and he had so much recall I'm just amazed at how readily available he was willing to give this information I'm just I'm I'm well I thought it was absolutely remarkable too it's like the first thing he told us was the Des Moines register yeah yeah and it's like yep that um maybe not in the same way we had thought about it but in the way that they didn't protect these kids. Yeah, and, and it's like I said, not only not protect them, but just basically facilitate all these bad guys who are getting hired and rehired at the register, even after they've been convicted of this stuff. It's like, just unbelievable.